And welcome to the Culture Show, the show where we talk about African mythology and how it relates to us today. I'm AC3, your host. I'm a total mythology geek. I love all mythologies, and I have been curious about African mythology. So I learned all I can about it, and now I'm going to tell you what I have learned and how it relates to us today. Today is kind of the part two of the creation story we had from our last episode, how Obakula created mankind from the Yoruba people in West Africa. So stay tuned. So, in the last episode of my podcast, I asked you, how would you create the world? I asked my brothers the same question, and here's what they said. My name is Alex, and I am nine years old, and I would create the world by creating water, then creating yam, and then I would put animals, and then I would make a city that was called Bengal City, and everybody in the world would be a Bengals fan. My name is Rosie, and I'm seven, and I would create the world by um, um, adding waters and putting fish in it, and I would create houses, and I would create trees, and and animals, and a uh, uh, world. My name is Elijah, and I'm 11 years old, and I will create the world by... Um, Doing the same way that God made it. Thank you to my siblings, Alex, Rose, and Eli, for those wonderful answers. And if you want to be featured on my podcast, I give a question of the day every time I make an episode. And if you answer the question, either with a Q&A, the voice message, whatever you can, I'll put your answer on the podcast. So, today's question of the day is coming soon, as well as our stories. So, let's get on with the show. On the last episode of The Culture Show, we talked about how Obatala created the world with a shell, a hen, a palm nut, and a cat. You should listen to the first episode before you dive into this one, because it's kind of like a part two kind of thing. Don't worry, I'll wait. Okay, let's get back into it. So, this is kind of like a part two. It's a few weeks after the world created. And Obatala's feeling a little lonely. So this story is about how he made mankind for the Yuri people in West Africa. But first, character introductions. Character introductions. Yeah, we're keeping that part on it. That's not going to leave. So a lot of the same characters who was in the last one are also in this one. Like Obatala, God of Creation. And Olera, the God Almighty. But there's also one new character. His name is Agembo, and he's a chameleon. And he plays a pivotal role in how the Orishas got their powers, which I'll tell you in a future episode. He's also kind of like the messenger for Olua. So, if y'all ready, I'm ready. Let's dive in to the story of how Obatala created mankind. When we last left our hero, Obatala, he was sitting in his house with a black cat for company. But Olurun, the almighty god, wanted to find out what was going on down there. So he sent a gambo, the chameleon, to find out. 
only one has sent me here, said Agambo, to find out whether or not you have been successful in your quest. Yes, I have, said Obatala. Look around you and you will see the land I created and the plants that I have raised from the soil. Tell Oluran that is now a far more pleasant kingdom than it ever was, and I would like to spend my time here, but I am tired of the darkness, and I would love to see the sun once again. So Agambo went back to Oluran and told him everything I've seen in her. It pleased him greatly, because he was glad that Obatala did what he set out to do. So, as a reward, he made a dazzling golden ore and put in its guide. For you, Obato, I make the sun. It will shine down on you and give you one. And that was how the sun was created. Obatala very gladly received his gift, and as soon as he felt the first rays of sun shine upon him, his restless spirit grew a bit calm. He remained quite satisfied for a time, but then as weeks turned into months, he became unsettled once more and began to think of spending time in the company of other beings, not unlike himself, who could move and speak. So Obatula sat down and began to claw the soil as he attempted to picture the little creatures who would keep him company. He found that the clay was soft and pillable, so he began to shape these little figures in his own image. He laid them out in the sun to dry and worked on the others. He produced several more in that day. He had been sitting for a long time and he got very thirsty. What I need is some palm wine to revive me, he thought to myself. So he went to get some palm wine. Once the wine was ready, Obatala helped himself to a very long drink. As he gulped down bowl after bowl, he failed to realize that the wine was making him drunk. Obatala swallowed so much the wine that his fingers grew clumsy, but he continued to work energetically. Too drunk to notice that the clay figures he now produced were no longer perfectly formed. Some had crooked backs or crooked limbs, others had arms and legs and uneven lengths. Mbatala was so pleased with himself that he raised his head and called a jubilee to the sky. I have created beings from the soil, but only you, Oluron, can breathe life into them. Grant me this request so I will always have human beings to keep me company. Oluron heard Obatala's plea and did not hesitate. He breathed life into the clay creatures, searching with interest as they rose from the ground and began to obey the commands of their creator. Soon they had built wooden shelters for themselves next to the god's own house, creating the first Yoruba village in Ife, where before only one solitary house had stood. Obatala was filled with admiration and pride. But now, as the effects of the palm wine wore off, he began to notice that some of the humans he created were contorted or misshapen. The sight of the little creatures struggling as they went about their chores filled him with sadness and relief. My drunkness has caused these people to suffer, he proclaimed solemnly, which is why I will never drink palm wine again. From this day forward, I will be the special protector of all humans who are born with deformity. Obatala remained faithful to this pledge and dedicated himself to the welfare of the human beings he had created, making sure that he always had the moment to spare the lame and the blind. He saw to it that the people prospered, and before long, the Yoruba village of Ife had grown into an impressive city. Obatala made certain that his people had all the tools he needed to clear and cultivate the land. He presented each man with a copper butcher knife and a wooden hoe and taught them how to grow millet, yam, and a whole variety of other crops, ensuring that mankind had a plentiful survive of food for their survival. Zia.
And that's how Obatala created mankind from Yoruba people in West Africa. Now, how does it relate to us today? First, I would say responsibility. Obatala had a responsibility to make these humans and protect them. And that's exactly what he did. And, of course, he messed up sometimes, but he always made up for it. Even not drinking any more palm wine, which I was pretty sure was not even good at all. So, that is a lot of responsibility, and he took it up all on himself. He's a great man. Also, do not get drunk. It's a horrible idea. So His fingers got all clumsy, his mind was crazy, and sometimes even drunkenness can cause death. So please don't get drunk. I would advise you to stay away from wine and alcohol. Or it could cost you your life. Time for today's question of the day. And today's question is, what makes up you? And for me, it's really my writing, the music I create, And this stuff right here, podcasts, I make movies on my YouTube channel, Cooks Kids Films. I would like you to check that out. And I just am a talker. I love talking with why I made this podcast and mythology. So that's what makes up me. But what makes up you? That's the question of the day. So if you put your answers in voice messages, Q&As, however you can, and I'll put your answer on the podcast next time. So, that's the question of the day. So, that was the show. Thank you for listening to the second episode of The Culture Show. The show where we talk about African mythology and how it relates to us today. In the next episode, it's part three of the creation story. And Olukun wasn't quite that happy about the whole world. So, what did he do to it? And how is it fit? We're going to find out in the next episode. Also, make sure you subscribe and like our podcast. And thank you, my nan and grandpa, for sending me that beautiful mic. I love it. I really needed it. So thank you. And we'll see you on the next episode of the podcast. Bye.